Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. And good morning, everybody. Welcome Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Week from tomorrow, an auction for construction and contracting equipment, including a new skid steer attachments, motor graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, trailers, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, Sasquatch and Wildcard, here is their new promotion. Really, really awesome. The weekend of Friday, March 8th, they're giving away a Mustang RTR or nearly $28,000 in cash. Once again, the weekend of Friday, March 8th, head on up there. See how you can win one of those great prizes. Sasquatch and Wildcard Casinos, a family-owned casino that treats you like family, great food, Really lose slots in a fantastic sports book. Good morning. How are you? Top of the morning, my friend. How are you? Good. Uh, we have clips on Twitter every single day, uh-huh. and somebody commented on the hat that you are currently wearing, saying, they don't "Boy, like it? no." They said, "Look at Bruce, all bundled up in the morning." Must I, be cold. I am bundled up in the morning. It's that. cold. Yeah, dude. I, I my start my day at about five o'clock. Yeah, with Ted. Right. Ted Williams drives drags me around the neighborhood. For as long as it takes to get his business taken care of, right? He decides on the business. I don't. Don't you hate that? That you're walk. Well, at least with our dogs, you're walking. You're walking. You're like, come on, Let, let's and you're go. Like, and you're almost done with the walk, and they look at you, and you're like, you know what? I, I don't know what to tell you. It's freezing cold out here. You're just gonna have to hold it for a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't figure mess it out with one me. way or the other. I'm taking you in. I'm the one holding the leash. Yeah, I hear you. So anyway, so. Relative to that, it's much colder at five o'clock in the morning than it is like right now, two hours later. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm, uh, I, and I'm getting older now. And so I get colder. I, I, my dad told me that a long time ago. And so I don't know if that's a self fulfilling proposition or if it's just really the way it is, but I do get colder. Now. I know a great place you can go as you get older. The climate in Portugal is gorgeous. I've heard that. Yes. I've heard that. The south of Portugal, I hear, is really, really mild. Why do you think older people move to Florida and Arizona? It's the, it's the truth, isn't it? Yeah. yeah you are absolutely I, right. But I, I don't think you'll be like that. Or, or, or will Scottsdale kind of win out at some point? I think eventually we would probably like to get down yeah. there. I don't think we have our hearts set on going there. Okay, fair. Like, like you and Sarah really have kind of targeted Portugal. Yeah, Portugal, Spain, uh, something like but that. But I like living right? here. Very, very much. And I have really no reason to really want to leave. I think maybe spending time down in Scottsdale would be nice mm-hmm. part-time. Yeah. But I don't know if I, I don't think I'd want to live down there full-time. And not because it's blazing hot in the summer. Uh, I just like living here. Yeah. And I'm, listen, I'm as proud to be a Chicago guy as anyone. But I would rather be here than Chicago. Yeah. And even when the weather's like this and you chalk it up to, well, it's January. Right. I mean, duh. Yeah. Of course, the weather's going to be like this. The weather here is so good. Right. It's just so good. Anyway. Time now for the lead. The lead presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. All right. Michigan beats Washington, gets its national title. Now that the game is over, next few months, maybe even a little bit more, certainly, major implications for the Broncos. Let's start it off with the two quarterbacks who played yesterday. And we told you yesterday, this is going to be the big story. If they're great, 
wow, if they're not very good, huh, do the Broncos really want to take these guys? With that, with what you saw yesterday, would you take either of these guys at 12? Would you trade up to get either of these guys? Or would you trade back to get either of these guys? And I'll give you a D as part of the multiple choice. You've had A, B, and C, <laughs> or you don't want either. Well, are we playing your game with the typical in-the-moment snapshot of last night, or yeah. do we take everything into into account? I think, well, we, we take in the snapshot of today, no. of everything that we've seen so far. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. Well, what I mean is we haven't seen the medicals yet for Penix. Right. I'm saying you can take McCarthy's career, mm-hmm. you can take Penix's career, yep. end it today, and then you got to make a decision. I would prefer. I'm not. I'm not saying, you know, anything else but that. I would prefer Penix over McCarthy. Yeah. And I'm not totally sold on Penix, but I'm further along on Penix than I am on McCarthy. McCarthy to me is a non-factor. Yeah. Okay. So that's just me. Um. Penix, I'm still intrigued with. And I paid, especially the last two years. I remember him at Indiana, vaguely. I remember him. I remember him quarterbacking the four interception game that I think C.J. Stroud had against Indiana. You remember that game? Um, So I remember Penix a little bit from his time at Indiana. Fields, actually, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it was Fields. You're right. Yeah. Okay. So, but there was a four interception game. So Fields. Regardless of that, um, I have paid a lot of attention to him at Washington because I have more than a passing interest about the Washington program. And so I've seen him a ton and I, he is intriguing, but he's not a no brainer for me. Um, now if he's sitting there available at the 12th pick or wherever the Broncos end up being, and I know that we're going to get into some possibilities about moving up or moving back. Um, okay. I, I would listen to that, but I'm not totally sold. I would have to be sold further. I would, you're right. I'd have to, the medicals are going to be very key for him. Um, I, I think his stuff at the combine, um, through the, through the senior bowl and things of that nature, those are all going to be things that are going to be important. I don't want to tell Broncos country how they are feeling this morning, Mm -hmm. but this is how I feel they would be feeling if I was a fan of the Broncos. And I'll ask you, Alex, but I'm going to throw it out there first, and then you tell me if you agree. Because I was a fan growing up, and this is how I would feel for sure. I'd be feeling very distraught right now. Yeah. I'd be feeling like, oh, man. And this is why I say that. Because the Broncos need a quarterback. We've watched Penix the entire year. We watched him last year. Puts up big numbers. Mm Mm-hmm has a lot of great qualities you would want in a quarterback. We don't need to go through all of them. He roasts Texas. In all fairness, Texas's defense really isn't that great. Right. And you're thinking, okay, we're sitting at 12 right now. Good shit. And a lot of people felt he was going to be a second-round pick. We know he's going to move up the draft board. Maybe now he's moved a little bit past 12 because of Texas. Now we're probably thinking, if I'm part of the fan base, I don't feel very good about Penix. I know we need a quarterback. I sure as hell don't feel good about McCarthy. No. 
I know the top three quarterbacks are going to be gone. We have Jared Stidham as our quarterback. They're going to bring in, I don't know, someone like a Ryan Tannehill, a Garoppolo, maybe a Winston. We're not going to get our quarterback of the future in this draft because after watching Penix against a really good defense, I don't feel good about him as the quarterback of my team. Pretty uneasy. Yeah, there's a lot of uncertainty. I'm, I'm not confident at all going into next season. Uh, just a lot of uneasy uncertainness right now. And isn't that exacerbated by the fact that you've spent all of this capital on Russell Wilson? And what do you have? What's the rate of return for it? Right. I mean, you know, now that's on you. That that's what that's what that's what Sean Payton or, or George Payton and the Broncos decided to do. And again, I'm not going to revise my history. I was damn excited by that move. I liked yeah. the trade. I thought it was a good deal for the Broncos. I thought this has a chance to take care of the quarterback question that has so long um, it ravaged this franchise. And yet here we are now. Now we're $85 million lighter. And what do we have to show for it? Right. The answer is not a damn thing. Before everybody panics about Michael Penix, I first of all, for me, I would never judge somebody on their best day or their worst. Day. Right. Just wouldn't. But Kirk Herbstreit did say something after the broadcast that grabbed my attention. He said, this game for Penix was more than just your, he had a bad day. Yeah. He said, he looked confused. Yes. And... That is really strong. And when you say about a quarterback that he looks confused, for me, I immediately go to how fast is this guy's processor, right? You look well, you've it. seen it. I mean, that, that that's where you live. You've, you've In the got NFL. Yeah. I, I, we've seen Drew Locke and Russell Wilson almost consecutively, yep. and they both have – and I'm not comparing Drew Locke to Russell Wilson. Don't get me wrong. I yep. mean, you know, but they both have similar kind of processing challenges. Right. So, you know, here we are. Uh, right. And and I would agree when a guy like Kirk Herbstreet says that, and Kirk is somewhat measured. That's not a comment that is made um, in a cavalier fashion. I want to read you this scouting report. You ready? Sure. His team did not ask a lot of him as a processor. Tons of screens, RPOs, simple vertical concepts, inconsistent drop-back footwork, below average ability to find answers with structure when first read is being taken away. That worries you, doesn't it? His numbers with pressure last Hold on, night were stop, bad. Stop, Yeah, That's the scouting report on Bo Nix. Right. On Bo Nix? That's the scouting report I just read you. Yeah. On Bo Nix. Uh-huh. Now, I've seen in some mock drafts and evaluations, Bo Nix going in the top five. Ooh. I've seen him as low as the third round. Yeah. I think he's. I think he is mechanically all over the place. My point is, as a Broncos fan, we just watched a guy in Russell Wilson who doesn't have a fast process. Mm -mm. Drew Locks is even slower. Yes. Okay. And now the Broncos are looking for a quarterback, and we watch a guy in Michael Penix 
look confused out there. Ding, 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 processor. Uh-oh, uh-oh, can you read defenses quickly, right? Then, if you read up on Bo Nix, I don't care what you watch, mm-hmm. okay? Everybody thinks that they are some <laughs> amateur NFL scout. You're not. These guys know it better than us, and they're still wrong 50% of the time. Right. But they still know it better than us. Of course. And then you have J.J. McCarthy. Yeah, whoopee. He had a really nice run on third down. He's got mobility. But did he do anything? My point is, when you look at the three guys, the the Broncos will likely look at with a higher pick. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. I mean, there's, there's a quarterback out there by the name of Hartman. All right? He's probably going to go in the fourth round. The Broncos might wind up taking him. But I'm talking about the next tier. Knicks and McCarthy, and Penix. And what do, what are we reading in the scouting report? Processor. What did we see last night? Processor. But in all fairness, and I'm not making a comparison, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers made Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl look like a guy who had no idea how to read defenses. He was running from bees. Right. He looked like a guy who had no idea what he was doing. I watched enough. AFC championship games here in Denver against Tom Brady, where Tom Brady looked beyond pedestrian against the Broncos defense, specifically when they went to the 2015 Super Bowl. Right. Okay. These games happen. The question is, is this a foreshadowing of things to come for Penix, potentially Bo Nix in the NFL? And are you really going to put that kind of draft capital in those guys, even though they have great talent, what do they have between the ears? And that's not to suggest they are not smart. Oh, not at all. It's where are they at with their ability to read defenses quickly? Yes, no question. Pre-snap, post-snap reads in the NFL are everything. You've got to be able to constantly read the field. And it's all going to boil down to, Ian, you know this, it's all going to boil down to who does Sean does Sean Payton have anyone that hoists the flag up the pole for him? Right. And I don't know the answer to, and he sure as hell is not going to tell anyone at this particular point. He's going to play his cards close to the vest. Coming up after the break, you and I have been in a lot of locker rooms the day after the season. And I can honestly say, in all the locker rooms I've ever been in, following a season, I have never seen a scene like I did yesterday. That's next.
Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. A week from tomorrow, there's an auction for construction contracting equipment, including new skid steer attachments, motor graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, trailers, and more. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Bounce Empire in Lafayette, a 50,000-square-foot indoor amusement park for adults, kids, and families reimagined. When the players cleaned out their lockers yesterday, you and I were both in that locker room. We call it garbage bag day. Right. In the media. What do I mean by garbage bag day? You walk in there and you see garbage bags and guys are packing their stuff literally into garbage bags. Oversized garbage bags, but garbage bags nonetheless. We did not see that. No, we didn't. Why didn't we? Well, because Carrie Penner, from what I was told, all right? She's cool, by the way. She's she's cool. Yeah, she's so cool. She is a mama bear. Mm-hmm. She protects her guys yep. like they are her sons. And she wants to do the right thing. From what I was told, she talked to former players and a bunch of people in the organization on how this day would unfold. Think I- about that in and of itself. This is get this is getaway day. Right. But we are thinking about how it needs to look and function for the Denver Broncos. Now, rem- now remember, we saw, I believe, garbage bags last year. Sure. I'm guessing she was familiar with the garbage bags and didn't like the look and the feel of it for the organization and for the players. So I walk in there and I see these really nice, I think, nylon travel bags big they they, big huge and they were littered all over the locker room in front of everybody's locker and she wanted to make sure that all of the guys walked out of there with some dignity and a nice bag to boot with that the broncos also gave each player one of these snow-capped white helmets which is so cool yes really cool that goes a long way, but this is what really stuck out to me. Stood out to me more so than anything else, and I and we have seen this, but not to the level that I can remember in all the years that I've covered NFL teams. There have been many. Mm-hmm. There were guys eager to sign other guys' jerseys. That was different. You could tell that the guys in the locker room really liked each other. They respected each other. It, they weren't sprinting up to other guys and saying, hey, would you sign this? But I believe each guy got their own jersey, and you could just see guys trading autographs. Yeah. For the way the season ended, it was disappointing. But to see the camaraderie, despite the disappointment, was refreshing. I'm with you, Eric. I, you know, we few, we fan, we, we band of brothers. Um I feel that in that locker room. I have all season long. I, you know, we, you get used to when you've done this for as many years as we've done it, um, 
collectively. <laughs> you get used to the, oh, it's a, you know, it's a good locker room. We all get along and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But that's, it, but that's player speak. It, and, and, and you know it, and, and that's fine. And that's not to say that there aren't really good locker rooms, because there are. There are really good locker rooms. But, yes, I would agree with you. Yesterday looked and felt and sounded different. Yeah. First of all, Dave uh, Althaus, my executive sports producer, and I uh, and a couple of the other guys where we were waiting, were giving odds on over-under for guys that we would be able to actually talk to. And I think that the going number was like four or five. Well, hell, we were in there all day, all morning. Yeah. And we talked at least to 12 or 13 different guys. There's only one guy who is notice, noticeably absent. And, and we knew that Russell Wilson was probably not going to talk. Uh, and he didn't. Right. And he was. And we were all, and we were in there for quite some time, but we were all gone. And Russ had yet to come in and, and clean out his locker. So not surprising. That chapter ends uh, and we move forward from it. But, man, I'm telling you, when you got guys like Mike McGlinchey, who's been in a Super Bowl locker room as recently as, what, four years ago? Yeah. Sit, talking in terms of, I, 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 don't, I don't know if I've ever been in a locker room like this. Yeah. And you listen to things like that. He did say as well, I'm used to playing into February, mm-hmm. or I like to play into February. Yes, he did. But this year he is not. It, it's unfortunate that the season did not turn out the way that they wanted to. But I think a lot of these guys, and I know fans don't want to hear it, they have built everlasting friendships, yes. respect. Sure. They like each other. And honestly, if you asked Many of the guys in the locker room, if they had their choice, despite finishing with a losing record, they would like to see almost every single guy back. No question about it. Um, not going to happen. No, it, no, it's not going to happen. And there was recognition of that, too. And I'm sure some sadness um, and certainly reflection, because when you, you know, when you share the same kind of goals with the type of dedication that it takes to try to win weekly in this league very hard thing to do you you go one of two ways you either you either grow closer to these guys um you know or you know or you or you splinter a little bit this was never a locker room that ever splintered in my opinion it remained a locker room right to the very end and i include yesterday as the very end that was um, just a great place to be. It, it was a it was a really good atmosphere to be in. Unless I missed it, there was one position group room that was not in that room yesterday. Unless I missed it, because you and I were both in there mm-hmm. from start to finish. I did not see any of the wide receivers, specifically Sutton, Judy, and Mims. Talked with I talked with Mims. Judy and Brandon Johnson. You know what I, I you know what I did see Brandon Johnson, you're right. Yeah. I don't remember seeing Judy. I know I didn't see Cortland. Jerry didn't have much to say, but he did talk to us. Yeah. And uh and 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 he was fine. He answered questions. Uh, was not overly effusive, didn't bite on the trade bait. Right. You know, things of that nature. Uh Marvin Mims was was great. 
Just like Marvin Mims. When did they, were they there early? Marvin was early and Brandon was late. And and Jerry was late too. Yeah. Jerry was late. I mean, it was so crowded in that locker room. Maybe that's why I did not see them. There were a ton of guys, man. Yeah. There were a ton of guys. You know, I mean, I, every year when the season ends, there's a part of me that is like, okay, you can exhale a little bit. Yeah. Just a moment where you take just selfishly for yourself. You're like, okay, good. Yes. I would have preferred to have worked for a few more weeks on this thing. I was sorry. The season was over yesterday. And, and I think what you're speaking to directly has a lot to do with that. Just a damn good group of dudes that were, you know, all trying to pull in the right direction. They didn't quite get it right. If you feel like there was some progress made, that's fine. That's one perspective. It tends to be where my perspective is. It doesn't have to be where other people's perspective is. But there is no doubting the closeness of that group of of guys. And I think that that's something moving forward can help them. On a personal note, you and I have covered thousands and thousands of athletes. And it doesn't necessarily make me feel old, but it does give me a tinge of sadness when it happens. It's kind of like a player, while they are not your child, you see them born into the NFL. Yeah. And then you know eventually they are going to leave the house. Josie Jewell was that guy for me in the locker room yesterday. I walked up to him and we talked for a while. He and I built a nice relationship. I really, really like him personally. And I said to him, I don't know if I'm ever going to see you again, but what a pleasure being around you. Right? Yeah. He's not going to be back. Uh, They're not going to try and re-sign him. But you watch guys come and go. I remember the day Chris Harris came in. And then I watch him graduate, leaving the locker room. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's a constant flow of guys coming in and out. And you get to know some of these guys. Yeah. And when they're playing, you don't think about them leaving, but you certainly, as a professional, know their contract situation, wondering if they are going to come back. I'll give you another example of a guy who I really, really like, and that is Adam Troutman. Mm -hmm. Signed a one-year deal. Yeah. I really hope that he is back. I think that he actually will be back, but I'll be disappointed to see him go. It's interesting that if you, that happens. It's interesting that you that you set it up that way. I, Sean said something on oh hell, I don't know. Sometime last week, end of last week, maybe even after the game. I can't remember exactly when he said it. I'd have to look at my notes. But he said, you know, the amount of time that we spend together. Hell, I'm with these guys. This is my this is my other family, and I happen to spend probably five times more time with them than I do my real family. And it gets and it got me to thinking, uh, like when and there's a group of us that are there every single day. Every single day. And it's not like the time that Sean Payton spends with them, but on another level, that's part of the sadness of seeing it come to an end because it's become so much a part of who you are each and every day, literally from, from March when the new season, the new fiscal year begins for the NFL, but especially in April when you get going 
after the combine and you get into um, you get into uh, the draft, getting ready for the draft and things like that until the end of the season. You are essentially with them yeah. except for that one month right before they come back for right. training camp. You're you're with them pretty much every day. I know we have to hit a break, but I look at sports talk radio in a similar way. I mean, people say this phrase, and in some ways it's true. We're, you and I are each other's work husbands. Yeah. Both of us are happily married with great wives. With that, if you actually word counted the number of words that you and I speak to each other on a daily basis, looking at each other like we are right now, mm -hmm. I am guessing you spend more time talking to me than your wife every single day if you actually counted the words. I would, yeah. I would say that there's probably some truth in that. And that is the same thing in a locker room. It is. Like that. Yeah. Coming up after the break, we all thought George Payton definitely coming back. We saw a couple of reports saying George Payton's going to be back. Adam Schefter says, not so fast. Mm. That's next. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman, Hurdle. Watch us, mylifesports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Week for tomorrow, there's an auction for construction and contracting equipment, including New skid steer attachments, motor graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, trailers, and more. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda. Or find them at sdhmazda.com. Adam Schefter told a local radio station in town that the decisions are still being made on the future of George Payton. I think this is a bit of a word salad as much as anything else. I think everything is leaning towards George coming back, but I'm guessing there are still conversations going on. I think two things can be true at one time. I would agree with you. Word salad is probably a, a very apt description of what's going on. I I will be surprised if George Payton is not a part of the draft with the Broncos. Right. I, I will leave it at that. As we talked about yesterday, coaches get fired at the end of the season. GMs get let go of after the draft. Right. You do not want to walk in um, to the draft three months ahead of time without something in place. I'll give you a perfect example 
of why it's very difficult to do that. When Josh McDaniels was hired as the head coach, Brian Zanders was the GM at the time. And the Broncos had some serious draft capital at that time. I believe they had a, I think they might have had three first round picks. Wow. That year. Mm. Um, they took Noshan Marino, they took Robert Ayers, and then they took a cornerback whose name I cannot remember. And Josh McDaniels said to Brian Zanders, I want to do our draft very differently than almost all teams. I want to do it the way that we did in New England. Now, um, that's a real system that you have to try and digest in a very short amount of time. And even Josh McDaniels would tell you it wasn't necessarily, I wouldn't call it a botched draft, but even he would probably tell you, you know what? There was such a short amount of time to prepare for that draft that things probably did not go the way we had hoped they would have because there was so much to digest on this new system that I wanted to do. And Marino was good, not great. Yeah. Errors never panned out. Never. It really wasn't a very good draft. Yeah. However, once the draft formula was put in place because there was enough time, then... Let's see what Josh McDaniels did okay. the following season. So his first draft, I believe, was in 2009. And this has everything to do with if you let go of George Payton. Sure. Because maybe some of those scouts stay. Some of them don't. They've done all that work, mm-hmm. right? Do you really want all that work to walk out the door potentially with George Payton? That draft was no Sean Marino, Robert Ayers, Alfonso Smith, he was the guy who was traded for, in theory, when the Broncos moved back. Darcel McBath, Richard Quinn, David Bruton was a nice player. Yep. But it was a very non-memorable draft. Yeah, not a great draft. With that, when they finally got everything in place, this was the Broncos draft. Okay. And one guy is remembered most for the 2010 draft. But everything else around it, they got some nice players. Demarius Thomas. Ding. Tim Tebow, not a ding. Not a ding. Zane Beatles, pretty good offensive lineman. Right. J.D. Walton, pretty good offensive lineman. Eric Decker. Yeah. That turned into a pretty good draft. That's a nice draft. Once everything was in place. Right. The guys after that, you know, didn't really do a lot. But to hit on four guys. Pretty good. That were contributors. Sure. To a team going to a Super Bowl. That's pretty significant. That's why I think George Payton will at least be around up until the draft. Yeah, I would agree. And, um, and because, and, well, we've said this before. If he's rated high anywhere during his tenure, it's been in the draft. Although a lot of people would disagree with you. And I think you and I both would disagree with that person. Yeah. Remember, George Payton has had to deal the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Losing three first-round draft picks, three second-round draft picks, right? yet still found a way over the last two years to still have a second-round pick and a first-round pick. He found a way to maneuver around all of that, and that first-round pick turned into Sean Payton. Yeah. And then when he made picks... Then he got back. Then when he made picks, 
he generally seemed to make difference-making picks. Right. At least relative to guys and where they are on the roster right now. The 2022 draft is flushing out to be not very impressive. Right. Nick Benito, shown flashes. Dulcich can't stay healthy. Damari Mathis flashed. Pretty much didn't play for the majority of the season. But the 2021 draft, I think, was very, very good. I think Benito can be a guy that that is in the rotation for a while. Dulcich, I'm done with Greg Dulcich until Greg Dulcich can be on the field. And that's nothing against Greg Dulcich Correct. at all. That's nothing against against him. But at this point, that's that's become who he is. He's become a guy that is working on another field. Uh, and he has not been able to help this football team. I mean, when yeah. you when you look at the draft, and we'll have plenty of time to talk about it, and he did a break. They desperately need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They desperately need a pass catching tight end. Mm-hmm. Keep going. And they desperately need a second corner. They def desperately need a, a a solid second corner. And they do not have the. They're not going to have the money mm-hmm. to buy that stuff. Nope. And I don't know how they're going to find all that in a draft along with other things that they need. It's going to be tough to find a pass catching tight end, especially without a second round draft pick. The kid from George is going to go early. In oh, the yeah, first sure. round yeah. that that's a pipe dream. Forget that. Whoever's playing tight end at Iowa. I'm taking. Yeah. I don't even know the guy's name. I don't even know who plays tight end in Iowa, but I'll take him. Okay. I'll take the backup tight end. The backup at Iowa. to the backup. Yes. Yes. What do we have coming up on just in case you missed it? We'll discuss Jerry Judy's response when asked if he paid it, if he pay attention to a contract extension or trade conversations this offseason. And this golf icon is leaving the brand he's been with for 27 years. That's all next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, MileHighSports.com. Reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. A week from tomorrow, there's an auction for construction and contracting equipment, including new skid steers, attachments, motor graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, trailers, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Greenfield's has everything under one roof, including the best happy hour in town. Two-for-one wine, well, and drafts from 3 until 7 p.m. 
just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Okay, guys, just in case you missed it, in response to a question yesterday as to whether he'd pay attention to a contract extension or trade conversations or speculation in the offseason, Jerry Judy said, I don't give a F about none of that. Uh, do you understand Judy's frustration here, and what does his future look like? Yeah, I mean, what, what's he going to say at this particular point? Um, I think he knows where the cards are are, are dealt. Then now it's just a question of how they're being played. I, I what he end up with? 51, 52, 3, 4 catches, something like that. One touchdown. Um, I'm sure it was very disappointing for him as well, especially after the six game stretch that he finished with at the end of last season. Um, I would be surprised if Jerry Judy is a Denver Bronco next year. It is my understanding that, well, I don't know if it, I even want to go down this road. Mm-hmm. I think the Broncos coaching staff has some challenges with Jerry Judy. Mm-hmm. I think some guys in the locker room, in the wide receiver room, have some challenges with Jerry Judy. Uh, he's a very talented guy. But some of this, you can make the case, is self-inflicted. Right. You agree? I, I would. And I will stick with what I just said. I will be surprised if he's the Denver Bronco next year. Sometimes, and then the phrase is used all the time, and in this case, is probably applicable. Jerry Judy probably needs a change of scenery. Yeah, and I say it for him as much as I do for the Broncos. Right. He's a good guy. Yeah, I have no problem with Jerry Judy at all. Neither do I. None. Just in case you missed it, uh, Tiger Woods has announced that he is leaving Nike, and that will end a 27-year partnership, $500 million in payments, and billions in sales generated. One of the most lucrative endorsement deals in sports history is officially over. Uh, how do you feel about Tiger Woods saying goodbye to Nike? Well, I'm pissed that we're not going to have the bouncing of the ball on a wedge and popped up in the air and blasted like, you know, batting practice. To me, that's the greatest Nike golf commercial that I've ever seen. My understanding was that it was done basically spontaneously, which is just another thing altogether. But I mean that they've been a they've been a synonymous pair. I mean only Jordan and Nike has been more synonymous with Nike than Tiger Woods for me anyway. But you know, all things come to an end and you move forward with things and so off we go. I think the most indelible moment Possibly in sports marketing history was at the Masters when Tiger Woods hit a putt and it was a long one and it slowly rolled towards the cup Mm -hmm. and right before it dropped in, that Nike swoosh was sitting on the lip of that cup and it hung there and that was millions and millions and millions of dollars worth in marketing. Yeah. And one of the biggest moments in golf because it was at the Masters. Yeah. And everybody who loves golf watches the Masters and saw that. Yeah. You're right. Indelible is that would be one of the strongest images that I have in Masters history. Larry Mize popping in. That that was a pretty good one. But that putt which was what, at 17? 16, I believe. 16? It a chip. At yeah. 16? Oh, my God. That, that, it, it, the amount of real estate that it chewed up and the, 
and the bend to all get to that one place and then to have the, the Nike insignia perfectly planted. It was and, pretty remarkable. And you know me, when it comes to costumes, I really don't care, meaning yeah. what the players wear. I, I, I That stuff drives me nuts. I, I mean, people own jerseys, and they love the color changes. Sure. And specifically, if you're an Oregon fan, they seem to change jerseys every week. Yeah, right. But to me, the most famous jersey, one of the most famous jerseys, one of the most famous pieces of apparel in all of sports, if you are a sports fan of all sports, is Tiger Woods wearing red on Sundays yeah. with the Nike swoosh on his left shoulder. Yeah. And we will never see that again. Right. That was Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, you can walk into any store, try out the appliances before you buy them. If you want to redesign your entire kitchen, you can do that too. If you want extra low pricing, go to their clearance center in Denver. You and I, Bruce, have both shopped there. Yes, sir. Great stuff. Mountain High Appliance. You can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. For as high as everybody was in Broncos country about Michael Penix against Texas, boy, uh, as high up on a pedestal as he was, he got knocked down with a sledgehammer last night. How are you feeling this morning, Broncos country, about Michael Penix being the new quarterback? I think a lot of opinions have changed, but the question is, are we putting too much into his greatest high and his greatest low on the biggest stage? That's next. The only thing I really know is she got sex appeal. I can feel too much is never enough. You always there to lift me up when these times get rough. I was lost, now I'm found. Ever since you've been around, you're the woman that I want, so you're putting it down. Come, my lady, come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly, sugar, baby. Come, my lady, you're my pretty baby. I'll make you like.